Ah, it's Mr. Pringles the Barber, aka Always Clinton's Head Honcho. I am him, not them. I am him, not them. So I got my co-host here, Case Cuts. Go ahead, Case. You know, go ahead and do your thing. Case Cuts, it's just different. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Okay, before we get started, I want to give a well overdue acknowledgement to all the women around the world that have dedicated not just their time, but their livelihood into perfecting their craft in the hair and beauty industry. With the beauty industry producing a net worth of $511 billion and still rapidly cashing in, it's only necessary that we take the time out to show nothing but gratitude here at Always Cutting Barber Talk. So I want to go ahead and let my guests introduce themselves. <laughs> First, we want to start with Carlisha, also known as what? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Carlisha, also known as the dopest dreader. Um yeah. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Go ahead, Kimyata. Kimyata, you had to introduce yourself. I'm Kimyata, known as Hair, Hair by Yada on Instagram and Facebook. Look, ain't y'all having fun already? A blast. Yeah, this, this shit about to be lit. All right, so first question up, first question up. Any one of y'all can jump in. Um. How long have you been in the industry and what motivated you to pursue your career in the hair industry? Boom. You, nice you can go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been in the industry for 16 years. Um, my grandmother, I've always watched her do hair in the kitchen. So it was like instilled in me from a young age. It's all I've seen. How old were you when you started? Um, 22. 22? 22 years old. Well, as when I was licensed. Okay. So your, your grandmother motivated you basically overall? Yes. Getting the hair done in the kitchen by her from a kid, Easter Sunday, <laughs> every weekend. So how long have you actually been doing Oh, gosh. Probably like junior high. Junior high? Yeah, probably like 14, 15 years old. Okay. Yeah, you got to put all them, you got to count all them neck burn days and everything. Got to throw all of them up in there. Don't try to skip over that. That's that's part of the journey. (laughs) How about you, Carly? I started off as a braider, honestly. I got three brothers. Um, they all had hair. So <laughs> my brother used to like draw on a piece of paper, like the design that he wanted type stuff. So I started off as a braider, though. And then when I got to school, like when I was in school, I became like the known braider, quick for braiding as well. And then my hands used to start hurting from braiding so much. So a lot of my, the people that was braiding, they start getting locks. So I started doing locks. I was, listen, when I was at home, I was jacking people up. So I'm not even going to lie. Like I didn't, I didn't take it serious. It was just like a little side hustle. I was charging like $25 a head. So this is braiding. You talking about braiding, you was jacking people up. No, braiding, I was not jacking people up. When I started, when I first started doing locks. Oh, locks, okay. When I was like at home, yeah, I was jacking people up, but I was charging like $25 a head at the time. But I didn't like do research for real on it or whatnot. And then I had my son. 
So in 2015, so I had to, it was like Easter, Easter Sunday or whatever. And my house was like booming. So I'm like, oh yeah, like I might as well take this Easter. serious and go to school. So then I went to school. Easter what what Easter what Easter doing like Easter next week? Let me hold something. Easter next week. Oh yeah, it is Easter. Yeah, this was perfect timing. It was. It was. It's like an anniversary. That made me realize like I need to start taking it serious or whatnot. So. So you find a passion. You got you're more passionate about doing dreads than braids. Yeah. So I. The only reason why I stopped really doing braids though is because it used to hurt my hands. Okay. Like my hands would like crimp up real, real bad. And then a lot of my the people that I would braid, they ended up getting locks. So I just started doing locks for real. Uh, dumb low prices at the time, but it all worked out how it was supposed to. Oh, I was working in the MRDD field too. So I was tired of like wiping mm-hmm. butts too. So oh, some yeah, had yeah. to some had to shake. Some had to shake ASAP. Yeah, I was tired. Well, that's a segue on to the next question. How you deal? How do y'all deal with like pricing, like when mm-hmm. it comes to raising prices and things of that nature? I know that that's like a headache. No, not no more. <laughs> I oh. think in the beginning it might it it, it was like kind of iffy, like as I was building myself. But now I feel like I'm at a point like it is what it is. Like I mm-hmm. I didn't build my clientele to a point where. My clients be telling me I should raise my point. I mean, my price. So at this point, I just feel like I'm I'm cool now. Like if I was to go up, I feel like they gonna go. Right. Like I ain't gonna have no issues. But then again, that still knocks out the people that ain't supposed to grow on your journey with you. I feel like you get rid of the the ones that right. ain't supposed right. to it's be there anyway. To, it's a way right. to weed them out. And the in the yeah. the more the demand grows, that's when the price go up. You know what I'm saying? And that's how yeah. you weed. You know what I mean? You weed those other people out. It's a but let Kimmy out to answer that question too. Is it pretty much the same? I mean, it's pretty much the same. I mean, I try to go a little bit around my um, environment and neighborhood, my area, but I'm along with her. You just raise your prices and you weed out the ones who didn't really want to pay anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did it. I did it. Um, did the pandemic affect any of y'all? It got rid of the ones I didn't want anymore anyway. When I went back to work, I was able to like tell them like, no, nah, I ain't back yet. Or I'm right. hooked already. So then they just got the out the way for the ones that I really allow you to raise your prices. So you got to see, did you raise your prices during the pandemic? No. Not immediately, no. I did. Yeah, I didn't either. I ain't raised my mm-hmm. price. I waited a little while. I didn't. I didn't. I understood. Um, you know, you know, I like yeah. my money, but at, at the same time, I did. I didn't want to take advantage of the situation at hand or make it yeah. make it seem like I was taking advantage of it anyway. So, no. Nah. The reason why I raised mine is because the shop was closed, though. So I had to bring people to my actual house. Right. So that's that's different. Like now it goes to back to again as a filter and weeding out people. You don't want everybody coming to your crib. Oh, so yeah. if you raise your prices, you're gonna fil- filter out all the riffraff and only those that value the service completely gonna come. So right. And once I seen that they was paying, I never really 
went back. After that. back. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you once you figure out right that they they'll show you your value. Facts. Right. They definitely created. I mean, you can only you can only charge with somebody willing to pay, right? Right. So I mean. And once you created a demand, like right, uh, uh, what is it, thirty-seven thousand, forty thousand followers and things of that nature, like Carlicia over here with the hundred thousand, you know, the, you, once you done created something like that, you ain't really got nothing to worry about when it comes to pricing. <laughs> once you once you step step all the way into the boss category, like I think it's a transition from the hustler to the boss. I'm still a hustler. All right, okay, we're gonna see what's the difference between a hustler and a boss. I don't know. You just made it seem like I had to pick one. It was one. Like, I'm still going, I don't know. I'm still going to put in the footwork. Like, I don't feel like I'm a boss yet until everybody in my shop is where they want to be. Then I'm like, I'm a, all right, I'm a great boss. Answer, great answer. Great answer. Great answer. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank That's you. Right. Good answer. Good answer. Because it's about uplifting other people and putting other people mm-hmm. in positions also. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's, but you know what's crazy about that? That's what a boss does, though. Oh, most definitely. So yeah, at the end of the day... I, ain't going, I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't know. I just feel like everybody got to... When you walk into the shop... When you walk into the shop and you have a customer, they like, um, I need to speak with the boss. Who are they going to? I'll point to other people in the shop, though. I feel like that's so... Oh, I, I hate that <laughs> But yeah, yeah, bro, you know everybody don't take that. No, everybody don't take that acknowledgement like that. Like some people don't even want to feel like that way. You know what I'm saying? I just it's, just, be it's one of the things that's just your aura. I think your aura might say that, but a lot of people don't walk around with it on their chest. Mm-hmm. So we 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 looking at. I think we're looking at the way of a boss the wrong way then, because at the end of the day, a boss is somebody that has employees. A hustler is somebody that's hustling to become a boss to have employees how do how are how are they my employee i don't sign that check though nah so they ain't really my employee how, how how's my uh landlord my landlord she don't sign nothing either i just pay her rent though That's, but i ain't trying to i mean in a sense if she fired i mean she can fire me <laughs> if she wants this an eviction if you ain't pay your rent I think it's different though. Like I worked in a salon where mm-hmm. they they made me feel like like I was their employee. Like mm-hmm. you don't sign my check, you don't control what I do. I'm still me. I'm still the dopest jitter. I'm still my own brand. That's what and I keep I'm, telling these barber shop owners too. Don't make your don't make the people you work with y'all are coworkers. You know yeah, what right. I mean? Y'all are a team. Y'all are coworkers. Ain't nobody. You know, I'm just renting this space from you. You, you're not my boss. You know, whatever, whatever happens in this four by four, whatever space it is, is me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just renting a space. But it's a lot of um, shops, and I know barbershop owners who get caught up in, well, you gotta do this for the shop, or you got the 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 shop is your brand, and you know what I'm saying? No, people have their own individual brands and everything. So, you know, it's not nothing against the shop. I mean, I'm here, so I'm bringing people here, which in turn puts money in my pocket for me to be able to pay you. But as far as building my brand, 
it's just some owners who don't want you to build your own individual brand in their shop. And me personally, that's what happened to me, my first experience. And I, I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I was focused on building my own. So, you know, I, it rubbed on the wrong I, I guess it's a it's a difference, like as far as like a boss, because cause you ain't in my eyes, you ain't my boss. Right. Like I rent your space, I pay my bread, and I go on about my business, but you're not gonna make it seem like and you know, I feel like a lot of a lot of places be pocket watching. So yeah. okay, I see you eating this much, so so now your boo friend going up. I I went through that, so I didn't want them to go through that in my shop. So my shop is, is my brand, but in the same sense, I want everybody to build their own brand. Like be right. you, be your your person, so we all can eat while you build your brand. I'm gonna build my brand, and we're gonna help each other. So well, I encourage the girls to have their own brand. Don't just be under Hair Love Beauty and assume that take assumption over my brand. Like you right. you just like you said, case, just renting a space. Like who are you outside of coming into the salon? Mm-hmm. Cause when you're not here, you're not for me, Hair Love Beauty, you're whoever you are. You have to sell yourself and brand yourself. Okay. I ain't I'm not I ain't gonna let up. So I wanna know <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know when do you look at it as you elevate and graduate to a boss? So do you have a shop full of bosses or do you have a shop full of hustlers? Like what differentiates the hustler and the boss? Mm, that got quiet. That's some love. That's a, that's a good question though. <laughs> that is. Yeah. What separates, because you can be a boss. It doesn't mean that you're actually like, it sounds like we, we speaking on, like we working at Walmart, like that type of boss. <laughs> Like I'm talking about like as a boss, like what separates you as a hustler than to a boss? Like what's the difference? I don't know. That's a good question. I would say, bro, like, like, I know they gotta answer the question, but oh, you gotta answer the question too, because you like, have like, input back in it. Go on here, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like I think that that boss title can leave you lead you to a point of contention. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, it's like I'm a boss and in their mind, they ain't got to go no further. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it like stop right there. Like they, they feel like I graduated and I done you all didn't I already know. made it. So yeah, I don't really like to sit on stuff like that. Me personally, because I like to keep, creating more and more goals for myself and you know what I'm saying and for me it kind of makes it make myself feel like content and I don't I don't I don't never want to be content and, and uh, boss, boy. you know, know what though a boss creates though so what you just said was he always gotta come back yeah 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 it ain't, <laughs> it ain't gonna stop Look, that's what it is yeah like, boss creates so as a your own entity you still would be a boss because you creating something for yourself. You still climbing. You still climbing. You can't. That's basically saying that you would never be a boss. You have in that's, your head. You never want to. That's reach cool. Level. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to ponder on that too much. You know what I mean? I don't really. People say that to me like you your own boss. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't really stay there that long. You know what I'm saying? I guess it's more hum- we humble. Yeah, like yeah. We know we a boss, but we humble. That, say yeah. that again. You know what? <laughs> we know we are boss, but we're humble. 
That's it. <laughs> we hustlers I, too, though. Yeah, we hustlers too. I, I feel like what we just talked about before we even got into the room, as far as us buying our back our own time and controlling our time, we had to hustle to get there. So once that, you get once you get to the point to where you can dictate your time and you could take those days off. You can come in and charge extra. Those are boss tendencies. A hustler can't do that. A hustler, a hustler is pretty much still working to get there. It's like that makes sense. Yeah, you you still running. You ain't running now. You what what's your hours again? I'm still running. <laughs> <laughs> Marathon continues. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, I look at all of us are bosses. Uh, we still got a hustle mentality. That's how I would look at it. So what's your, what's your next what's your next question though? I'm going. Go ahead. Actually, go ahead. You, Cause you go ahead. You, you on the freestyle. Okay, right? we know since we're talking about boss and being boss, how do you guys deal with juggling motherhood and being the boss? And amongst other things, you know what I mean? It's, I, I don't know if it's different. You know, I mean, personally, I don't have any children, but I got responsibility. But like he has children. I don't know if it's different for, from a barber aspect. Um, with, a, with an active mother or but I know, you know, sometimes it's the single mother thing and y'all have to deal with that. So probably more difficult as a mother. I yeah, think. we I mean, how do how do y'all do it? It's definitely more difficult. Uh, I am a single mother of two. Um, my son is six. My daughter is twelve. Uh, so finding balance, I feel like, first of all, life is all about balance as well. But I feel like I went through my stages, like I said in the beginning of of my career, where I didn't have no balance, where I was still trying to like build my way into my career, where I still been my mother, like. While still being a mother, but I remember like every Saturday going into the shop with my kids, like I would cry, like just because it would be so much, like it would be overwhelming playpen in the shop with my son. Like it, it would just be overwhelming. And he's such a mama's um, mama's boy that it was so draining. Now I feel like I have more balance. I have more control, especially now that I'm month to month. I have control over my life. Um, I would say like the last two weeks I've been overwhelmed just with him running for two track teams. So we got practice every day. Like I don't have time for nothing else for real. So it's really just that balance, like balancing out your life. But it is hard. It's one of the hardest things ever. Like I joke, like, I don't know who the hell told me to have these damn kids, but I wouldn't trade them for nothing. But like, it has to be that balance, but it's, it's really overwhelming. Like, like we got the 24 hour event coming up on Saturday, but my son also has a track meet. So I'm going into the shop, then I'm going to the track out. meet, then I'm going back to the shop. So it's just balancing. I think it's harder for, for moms because we have our kids majority of the time from right. with dads. It's like that with my son, he's at the shop with his mom. However, he comes with me on Saturdays. Um, okay. I think it might be a little bit more difficult when they're younger too, like you got, mm-hmm. you might have a two year old running around, like that don't right. go down. That that can be real difficult. So while you're trying that's to, that's my son. Yeah. My son, is all boy, full energy, mm-hmm. no chill whatsoever, just on the go, nonstop. Like, so I get it. I get it. 
Okay, Kim Yaja. Um, I mean, I'm thankful, I guess, because I co-parent very well. So I don't really have the issue. Um, When dad couldn't get him, my dad, my dad did. So I didn't never have to worry about that. Um, I always took off for games, regardless. At the beginning of my career, I have an 18-year-old and an 11-year-old. So at the beginning of my career, I just always took off for their games, period. Um, Nothing just ever came before them, but I just was blessed to have my dad and to co-parent very well with their dad. So I didn't really have those issues. That's what's up. Guess That's what? what's up. We That's have... a blessing for sure. Look yeah, at... definitely a blessing. Oh, I don't know what I would do without him. She made it. She made it. Hello. <laughs> I don't see nobody. How y'all see somebody? <laughs> you don't see nobody. I don't see. I mean, I see y'all, but I don't see nobody. No, else. someone else joined. Yeah, she oh, in the. I, I don't know why I didn't come up on your end. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see her. Sorry, it took me a minute. I had to download everything on my phone. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm going to let Case go ahead. Oh, uh, she's on the other yourself. screen. Go ahead, oh, Case. Let her, let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacy Wheeler, also known as the Native Barber. Um, I've been in the industry for about 25 years now. I teach cosmetology and barbering in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh yeah, you definitely it was right out there. It's right. I was standing. I was looking at the same thing. Like, hey. good weather. So, so the question right now is: When you just came in, how do you balance like motherhood and basically being a boss, hustler, business owner at the same time? That's funny. I just had this conversation with my um, fellow barber buddy the other day. I want to open my own business and. I said, my biggest fear doing it right now is I only got one year left and my daughter is going to be out of the house. I only have one child and I feel like I've committed to being home at a certain time to making meals for her. I, I would hate my last year of her being home 24 hours at my, you know, starting a new business is going to take a lot of work and I'm going to have to work late hours. And I got used to teaching and being able to work my clients in as I'm teaching or after hours on my own schedule instead of full-time in a shop. So it, it's a balance that you, um, you just have to do what's best for you. I think. That was good. You can't, yeah. hey, she, that was like, hey, man, swinging, ain't it? real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this conversation. Like you brought me to tears. I was like, I only got one shot at being a parent. And as much as I want my business, uh, being a mother means more to me. So how do you go about pricing? So like raising you your prices, raising your prices. What is your strategy as far as raising your prices when it's time to? I mean, I've never really had any problem with it. To even sit in my chair is $65. That's starting. And I don't do the whole a lineup. I just want a lineup or I just want a taper. It's a haircut you're you're paying for to sit in my chair. That's time. Thank you. I like somebody else. I don't charge cheaper for kids because at the end of the day, they more work than an adult. Exactly. So I think um, 
for, for me, raising my price, it's, it is just what it is. I don't, I don't even really make the announcement. I don't make a big deal. I just say, Hey, it's going to be this. And my clients are, I've really been blessed over the years. My clients don't give me no hard time. And I believe for every client you lose, you're going to gain a client. That's not going to have an issue paying. Three. 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 Yeah. So with like it, when it comes to like the genre that everybody's in, like I don't know, Kim Yada, you uh, a stylist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlicia, you a, a dreader, and Stacy, you a barber. When it comes to that genre, do you find that is a lot of competition? Is it more competitive and or and hate, or is it more support in your genre when it comes to the people you do? <laughs> Who, who's gonna go first? Shoot, don't make no difference. Jump out there. <laughs> I feel like there's um, I've run into a couple stylists who who's who's taking this the the loctician part um uh, really personal, um, but for the most part, like my salon, we got eight eight locticians in my shop, so I feel like it's just about who you who you surround yourself with, um, and we 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 got the friendly competition on you know, what we're going to do or whatever. But I feel like a lot of Columbus, I should say, um, it's not other places. It's not as friendly. Uh, you know what I mean? They're in no competition the wrong way. Huh? You're saying in Columbus is not as friendly or <laughs> other places. Like, as far as like, I know y'all got issues with the barbers as well. Hell yeah, um, Columbus ain't even ain't talking about this right now, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Right but like, Columbus is not like... The, like they're they're afraid to support another person. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's not just in the barber industry. Go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. Shoot. So we ain't gotta shoot. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just not friendly and supportive. Like it's an issue if to support another stylist that do the same thing as you. They don't down they're, they're I feel like they're afraid that their clients is gonna leave and, and go. Like I done heard clients come and tell me. Oh, I can't go back and sit in this person's chair because I didn't sit in your chair. So I feel like it's a hate thing. But like I say, you surround yourself with the right people. We got eight locticians in my shop. I'm not so, even going to lie. In the, in, the, in the barber industry, I just pull out the, the statistics and the population. And I'm like, there's no shortage of people. Like, yeah. So what do people be mad about? Like, there's, That's no, what I be trying to figure out. there's no shortage of people. At it's all. all love. You got to so, understand clients is going to chair hop and you just got to let them clients be. You, you know can't what take, I would, it, take it personal. You know what I would say to you where you you feel like maybe Columbus. I First of all, I say it's every city, every state. I've worked across the world, even international in my last 25 years. And I would say keep doing you. You be the better person. That's Don't worry so about true. somebody else not supporting you. You continue to support people. You be Absolutely. the base of the industry. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you're doing what's right, people are going to follow into that. For every hater. Talk your shit, Miss Stacy. Right? (laughs) I will never hate on somebody just because somebody might not approve of what I do. I'm still going to support because at the end of the day, we are all in this together. There's enough people to pay our bills. And we can't be mad. There's enough money out here for everybody. You know, go ahead and do that because somebody else is going to fill that spot. No, it's not even it's not even hate. It's envy. I really think that somebody 
else sits back and looks at you and sees something in you that they don't see in themselves and they can't figure it out. And that's the true issue. It's like, don't nobody really hate you. I mean, for in my case, people don't even really know me to hate me. So like, you don't even know me, but it's, it's more envy. They sitting back, they see what you're doing. They, they, they're, they're not your friend on social media, but they do follow and watch everything that you do. And it's more envy. They trying to figure out how are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? And if they were brave enough or even smart enough, they would, just ask for real. All right. Just communicate. Like yeah, I'm, I'm an open like, book. Just like I feel like what's made for me is gonna be what's what's for right. me. Everybody had their own path to be on. So you can't right. worry yeah. about what the next person is doing and assume that your path is gonna stay straight. Like mm-hmm. the moment you take your eyes off of your path, that's it. It's so like, many people trying to skip the grind. Like she said, she's been 25 years. You say you've been what, how many? 16? Mm-hmm. Or like that, you say you've been in your time. There are people who are in their first year who are looking at you, Correct. and they're trying to be at twenty-five years. They're trying to be. Yes. You can't skip over all of that. Like you, yeah. you can't. It's just not mm-hmm. reality. You know what I mean? But they want to say, as twenty-five years, I can learn something from a barber that's only been a barber for one yeah. year. Yeah. And right. We cannot say this new generation coming up. They're killing the game. They got all this social media status. They got they, access. Videos. Mm-hmm. I'm 46 years old. The last thing I want to do after a long day is go home and edit all these videos. But I know <laughs> I need to step up my game or they're going to outshine me because right. that's that's the way it is. So I feel like there's never stop learning, period. You, you cannot stay stagnant. If you stay stagnant, you're going to be where you're at and you can't blame anybody but yourself. Yeah, yeah. pretty much can learn from everybody, basically. Yeah. But it is easier for the new generation because they have more access to a lot more information than we had. Like mm-hmm. We had to get it from the ground, all the way from the ground. No social media. But the YouTube actual- and classes. Now they can YouTube everything and just practice on their cousin or sister or brother to get All it. I'm saying, I'm saying the actual fundamentals, the grind, they can't skip over that. I don't care no. what they got. Like you can't skip no. over the fundamentals and Maybe. and all of that. It's it's like, you know what I mean? I see a lot of young barbers, they and People, they don't want to invest in themselves. They don't, they just don't want to, they want to skip over the grind part, man. Look, though, in a sense, in a sense, in a sense, they actually can skip over a few things because when you look at Instagram, all the work that you did to build your name, all they got to do is post the right picture, right right video, and they can get that ball. We talking about actual fundamental mechanics. Like, they can't... It ain't you know gonna, what, I mean? what, what I'm saying. When it comes to skill, you can't skip over that. Whether no. they don't have the skill or not, they're still going to get the flow. They had a way to market. Yeah, marketing. Now, marketing, yes, I understand that. Like, they not having to go to the grind, through the grind that we did as far as handing out business no, cards. They don't got to do uh, it. Like, they don't have to do none of that. But I'm talking about, when we talking about in the trenches, when we talking about in that kitchen, starting off in that kitchen, starting off in that basement, starting off the the fundamentals, the 
pure fundamentals. They can't skip over that. If they do, they're going to get exposed. And that's what we come on now. We we didn't put some pictures I, up on. I, on I, other I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm just <laughs> saying though that same work that we're looking at that ain't quality. They are still charging the same amount we charging, and them people is yeah. accepting that accepting that work. It's like back that's in the day. Good. They spent yeah. 15, 16, 1800 hours in barber school. They got their license. They they shouldn't be charging less. In my opinion, we should all be a unity and come across the board and all come together and realize Joe Blow is charging 20 bucks over here. So and so is charging 45. This person's charging 100. We all took the same class. We all right. are not good, though. Yeah. I don't think like every barber should charge the same because some barbers are like if you you got to think because like for instance my son if he if if he was going to this barber and they pushing him back but this barber charging me 60 60 dollars but then if i go to the next barber and they get him all the way together i feel like you gotta you gotta start somewhere you're not gonna go to that barber that you're not gonna go to that barber that so then it's gonna be so instead of him charge 60 he gotta start lower until he can build his worth yeah. it charged at 60. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, you, you go get, they don't charge you less. You go get a pair of Nikes. They don't charge you less because you got it somewhere. I mean, at the end of the day, these some of these barbers coming right out of barber school are phenomenal. They can outcut some of us that have been doing it for 20, 30 years. And I know that for a fact because I'm traveling a lot. I'm out there. They shouldn't be charging less just because they just got out of barber school. If their work, if their quality, if yeah. the work quality is good, by all means, do it. But if you're still struggling on oh. uh, a regular cut, basic, I feel like basic. you can't charge with the big it's, dogs charging it's, it. It's definitely levels to it, and I feel like it's, you'll get clientele you deserve, right? And if like, somebody's willing to go through those stages with you and watch you grow, but gonna pay you, why wouldn't you want that? Quality no, is in the eye. That's not. And yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just. If you got the ones that's gonna pay, that's cool. But I feel like, like your work gotta match up with your you price know, as well. You know, when it comes to your like work, like up with your price, quality is in the eye of the beholder. The beholder. Like I said, yeah. like I said, bad work will get exposed. Is I compare it to like bodybuilding. You have people who take steroids, and you have people who work out naturally. That natural muscle is gonna stick with you. You know what I'm saying? The steroids, that is not going to stick with you. It's synthetic. It don't it don't last long. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of those guys come in the game, charging what they charge, but they're not that good or they over enhance or whatever. And eventually they fizzle up. You know what I mean? If, yeah, right. That's on them. That's not our problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. I'm just. I'm just for the sake of conversation. We just talking about it. You know what I'm saying? And they going they going to fizzle off. Me personally, my personal opinion, I don't really care about nobody else, what they're doing around me. You know what I mean? Not as long as I'm good. But at the same time, as far as coming from being an educator and being someone who moves through the industry like I do and watch other people, I've just seen it. I've seen those guys come through, be hot. Everybody talking to them, 1.5 million followers, and then they fall off. You know what I mean? Where do they fall Stuff, to? Stuff huh? Where do they fall to? I mean, you could just, you could see they work. They work. Right? They work. This is the, what I'm saying. Like, their work might be terrible. Yeah. 
you got you got you got cars out here that's terrible. <laughs> you got right. shoes, all this Nobody. shit. It's, it's it's all levels. I understand about the quality part. That's a fact. But it, it's just the fact that they have something that we didn't have that allows them to definitely do be yeah. almost where we at. I feel like we need to raise our prices. Like on another episode, like I want to be. I, there's a certain point in this industry where I don't I don't care. I know we say we don't care about, but I want to be respected by my peers. I want to be respected by the people who I think are good, who I, you know what I mean? My mentors. And I'm not. With a barber who's only been out for two years, right? (laughs) And he's doing celebrity. He's doing um, football players. He's doing all of this. Uh How, because he's been in the industry way less, should. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I agree with on the respect what I meant to say what I was trying to say is so for people like that we should be coaching them to continue that success oh, yeah. that's a fact a lot of old heads out here that are saying and with all due respect for everybody like you said everybody's got their own path success looks different to everybody but mm-hmm. we shouldn't I think there's a big gap between this new Barber coming up and then us that have been in the industry for such a long time. And if there's one thing I can do before I retire out of my, if I ever retire is like bridge that gap, because at the end of the day, they do have so many more things than we do. We had to go, our haircuts talked for us when we wasn't in a room. If our hair, if their haircut looked good, we got a client, right? We had to bust our butt staying for hours these new barbers can get a studio work till four o'clock. They just got a booking app and they have so much more they than up, they blow up off of convenience. And, convenience. And I don't think there should be lower, even if they're growing in their haircuts. But at the end of the day, our clippers all cost the same. Our education costs the same. And it, whoever sits on our chair, if they're willing to pay that price, then props to them. Yeah. I'm, if, uh-huh. the, if the barber is cutting celebrities hair, he giving out great quality cuts to make people want to pay that. I feel like everybody is not built to be in this industry. So those that want to jump out and, and automatically charge what everybody else is charging and, and their work isn't matching up. Like he said, those are the clients. I mean, the people that's going to eventually disappear. They're not yeah. built for like, yeah, you have, if you, if you giving out the quality and the work and the customer services there, by all means, charge what you're doing. You cutting celebrities, yes, that's awesome. That's great. I could. I mean, you're not I, quality cuts I and cut the quality to, service, then it's not the same. I cut athletes and celebrities, and let me tell you something about that. A lot of times, well, majority of times, that doesn't mean that they want free. No, 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 no. That, that is doesn't even mean that you're good. Not sometimes, at all. sometimes not it's a. Uh, it's a network. It's the people that you put yourself around. You know what I mean? And you make yourself available to them or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes social it's about that. Presence. It's your social I, media presence, too. Exactly. Like, they just got social media. If it wasn't for social media, they nine times out of ten, they wouldn't be cutting those celebrities. It, you know how hard it is to reach a celebrity right now mm-hmm. who have social media? Your work really got to stand up. You got Your work has to really speak I, yeah. Well, I can tell you, you already know, I ain't never went through social media to get nobody there. <laughs> so, but I understand it. I know how they go about it. 
Yeah, they they using social media, you know, they jumping in DMs, they adding people, you know, people and and, and if they move all, all, all somebody gotta do is look at they're gonna look at your followers, they're gonna look at who you cut before. If you cut one celebrity, the next celebrity gonna fall in line. They see you got followers. Followers is damn near like that solidifies you almost now. And you might not even have grassroots followers. It might not even be organic followers. This is the fact that people see, oh, he means something to somebody. Oh, let me try him out. And you could push his head all the way back to the future. I mean, somebody else is going to jump in a chair. To start out strong. Don't set yourself in a weak spot because you're just out of barber school. No, go prove to everybody that fresh out of barber school, you can be just as good as somebody you know, with respect, I totally agree about wanting the respect that we've been in it for a long time. But I think it's our job to motivate and encourage these barbers coming fresh out of barber school to um, stay on their game and continue doing everything. But I encourage my barbers. Why would I want them to shop hop three, four times because they start out in a, a low end shop because they don't have the courage? It's all haircutting is about confidence. At the end of the day, if your confidence and and your confidence shines through you, your client's going to walk out feeling like they're, you know, the king and they got the world's greatest haircut because you made them feel that way. Kimiata, how does uh, how does mentorship look like? What does it look like in a um, hair salon as opposed to a barbershop? We we know how we go about it, but I know. The hair salon operates a little bit different. So, I mean, as far as the people work with you, is there mentorship or? I mean, for me, the girls got to want it. I mean, I have a young lady in a salon who rents a booth who you can't tell her a thing. Um, And I don't try. (laughs) I've tried. It becomes a fight almost. You know what I mean? She feels like she does everything great. And then there's other two girls, three girls in there who are willing to learn every day. So I'm there to learn from them. They're there to learn from me. We do stuff together um, and try to get better together. Mm-hmm. I love you that. can't make somebody want to learn or be better. The same in the with, with the dreaders, Carlisha, as far as mentoring. <clears throat> I feel like we, we all pretty solid as far as like a, we know this ain't the end. Like it's more to mm-hmm. learn or it's more to figure out. It's more to do. How, yeah. how can we grow? So I'm honestly blessed to be surrounded with the, with the people that are in my salon. Um, we don't have, we don't have nobody that's just feels like, Oh, they already made it. So you can't tell them nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can walk over and so I can be like, after they kindly like, yo, you should have did this a little bit different. Or they could come to me and be like, Oh, you should have did this. And so we can you got a tight knit group and y'all are receptive and kind of everybody familiar hungry. with each other. Everybody right. Hungry. Everybody able to take information from each other. That, that's dope. Yeah. That type of dynamic that's is dope. That, I think that's what we everybody should look for. If you're if you're looking to work in a shop, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of us, like we said, we work alone. But if you're looking to work in a shop, I think. That would be if I ever were to again. That would be the number one quality that I look for. Is can everybody just be on the same accord and, and help each other grow? I think it's different for women and men, though. I think it's different. 
it's it's definitely a, a blessing. Um, th- like it's no competition. Like we can compete, but it's it's good compete. Like it's good competition. Right. We're not competing to outshine one. It's constructive. One. It's constructive. Yeah. But so we, I, I'm blessed for that. I feel like women work together more than men do. Men have a thing with pride and ego. So when you got men in the shop, it's hard to come up to another barber sometimes and be like, "Bro, you should have did this." Especially because his pride is so high, he might look at you like, "Man, he he gonna he gonna act like he listening," but in his head, he gonna be saying something totally different. Okay, so listen, listen, listen. We I got three barbers as well. Mm-hmm. It's three barbers in there. They can talk their shit to one another and let each other know. So one of the barbers, um, like I had to let him know, like the the way you deliver it to this person. You know what I mean? You got to come to him totally different from what you're going to this person because this person can handle it the way you're going at him. But he a totally different person. So you got to learn how to communicate to With where he's everybody. going to accept it and not feel like you're trying to shit on him. That's knowing, so, your, that's knowing your personnel. Yeah. That, that, and that's what I told him. But that's that was like the only issue that we had. Besides that, they go to the barber thing together. They talk about it. They go to classes together. Like, I feel like we got to, like, this no, is the first solid group. But you got a balance, though. You see your balance, though. You got women and men. Now, when you got men all in that one shop, you don't have a woman to come in to mediate that. Right, That's that's the difference. So I can see how that worked. Now, when you go from suites, let's talk about that, the suites to the shop. You work in a suite. You said you ain't like it. What, What didn't you like about working in a suite versus what you like about the shop. Um, first of all, it's more to be in a loft. Um, the same that I was having, like she didn't fix anything. If anything went wrong, it was on me to fix. So I feel like that was stupid. Then I like to talk. I'm social. Like I like to run my mouth. I like to hee hee ha ha with everybody. I can't. I don't like being by myself. Like just the. All right, for you, that's what I figured. It's like the camaraderie. Yeah, like be social. I want to communicate. I want my clients to communicate. Like, I ain't like it. I don't want to be social. It's boring. <laughs> you like y'all boring? Party. Y'all, oh, I don't want to oh, be social. No, oh, no, 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 it's lit. Oh, oh, it's lit. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. You know, we you can't get old because every every, every time you age is a new age, so you're still young. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you, oh man! Hey, every day is look. So you don't like the the pricing, and you had a bad. How can you say we would say that as a landlord? The owner, yeah. she had a. You just had a bad experience. Yeah, you just had a bad experience. Which I got I mean, one bad experience can leave a bad taste in your mouth in this industry. You know what I mean? I've been the only worked at one shop in my life, and I don't want to go back. So that's my one bad experience, and I'm I'm cool on that now. Yeah. Any of y'all work that anybody else work in a loft or by themselves versus the shop? I work by myself, um, and I I prefer it at the end of the day because I <laughs> I deal with you know twenty four seven miss miss miss. So when I cut, it's my time for my client and I, and I'm I enjoy the peace that I, I get from that. Yes, loud. Yes, loud. Maybe it's a bar thing. 
It might be. I've done both. Um, what you like? I have a full salon now, but if I could go back to just me, I would. For real? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to tell you the difference, too. I feel like it cuts out the distractions. When it comes to barbers, barbers in the shop, he doing too much. He done stopped cutting this man's hair to talk to this other barber. They having a whole argument, debate. Now you pushing this man's back back because he done got up under your skin. You frustrated. You sweating. Now you done pushed him back. He leaving out like, damn. That's why I was he only right for me. Last week, but he got into an argument. It was so only right for me because when I worked in the shop, I wasn't even social because I was working. So it was only right. It, it was an easy transition for me. Cause I'm, I'm working, huh? No, he ha ha, no nothing. Just straight. Ha ha with your client. Yeah, I do with my client though. Yeah. The rapport is so strong. You build, a, you build a stronger rapport when it's just you and your client. It's like no. a memory. Yeah, you do. They be like, no. It be like. I don't know, man. When it was just me in the loft, I feel like clients was like quiet, like. Oh no! Nah, you gotta break that. Conversation. <laughs> now that man. we like this open area, everybody be in there talking. He, Listen, he, my my loft could be a my my space could be a whole nother podcast. I could set a camera up in there every day, and it'd be a whole nother podcast. It's turned with just me and somebody else. Oh, That's I gotta, maybe I gotta, not your turn. Uh, <laughs> We ain't got NBA Young Boy in there. <laughs> <NBA> <laughs> boy. We, we got NBA in there, but we turned. <laughs> so it, I mean, it, it worked. It worked hand in hand. Like, I, I, me personally, I wouldn't go back to the shop either. However, now since we talking about the shop and the suite, and y'all are women, how do y'all deal with men? This is the big question. How do you deal with men? Everybody's attractive. So how do you deal with men hitting on you in the shop? Your clients, you don't want to get rid of them because he pay good. <laughs> and do That's you catch all. yourself <laughs> mixing business with pleasure anytime because everybody human? So never. I, they always want never. it for free after that. No. Uh, damn it. <laughs> you said after never. That. They want it for free. They want it for free before. No. How do you how you refrain from engaging in that though? You just don't. I mean, I don't even play with it. Just keep it strictly professional. I feel like I I do a lot of men's hair. So Uh I feel like it's a natural thing, like looking down and reading a message or whatever. Like when I feel like women looking down and reading the message. Oh man! Looking down and looking in somebody's eyes. He's snitching. He gonna tell it. Listen, I feel like every all of your clients gonna see this and be like, ah. They be out. They dirt. They are dirt bags. Okay. (laughs) They are. They have a whole girlfriend. Be texting somebody else. And then go post a woman for Women Crush Wednesday and then slide in my DM and be like, something stupid. Well, if y'all go sit down somewhere. Nah, like, go ahead and say it. Something stupid. <laughs> nah, you know what they, you know what they, <laughs> what's Man, happening? And they're like, you know, I was thinking, you know, uh, <laughs> if you ain't have lunch, 
You know, when I come That's exactly up, the <laughs> did you eat? Can I bring you some food? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But like I said, I don't, we don't really, we laugh it off. He, he, and the ha but <laughs> that's my new thing. He, he, and the ha like, no, but men are creeps. Like y'all are. Oh man. man. It is what it is. They're going to try for they, sure. They are, right, there it is. They are going to try. Gotta have to, I say you got to have strong shoulders. It's not for mm-hmm. the weak. And if you can't handle being hit on, and kindly saying, you know, like she said, kind of laughing it off, almost like you didn't hear it, um, or walking what's, off. Even. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen if you can't refrain from it with a uh, thousand customers? No, that I, I don't feel like that. that that's yeah. that crazy with it. Like they gonna shoot they shot for sure. They gonna yeah. try to figure out a way to, to to come around. But as long as you shutting it down. Right. They're eventually going to catch the drift. Like, uh, she ain't going at all. And they well, still going to the next person. Men will stick around forever. <laughs> With the door <laughs> cracked, crack forever. He'll never give up. They go from one stylist to the next stylist. Oh, okay. she ain't going. Let me try this stylist. Oh, that okay. stylist ain't going. Let me try this one. So, so I just so, move along. So piggybacking off of that. How do you handle, even when you're in a uh, relationship for real, mm-hmm. how is that handled with, y'all just said, we just went through the single mother, the hours, the 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 the, the track meets, the, the men hitting on you. So how, how do you handle Mr. at home or whoever that is? How, how does that work out? Or is it working out for you? Because Mister at home could be kind of he could be kind of insecure over that. Like, damn, she had to shop with all these men. We get into an argument. She going to work. Oh, hold up, nah, hold up, man. Or yeah, or even his time is like, do you even got time for for that? Life is about balance. You have to have balance. That's one thing that I learned as I grew. If I don't have balance, like my life is gonna be. And shambles. So what's the balance in that? He's everything, right? So at the end of the day, he's not going to be insecure if you're not giving him anything to be insecure about. Facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, he already is weak if he started out. I mean, if he dates a barber, knowing your population is all men and he's insecure about it, he shouldn't be dating a barber. Yeah, I would hope everybody would be as secure as me, but we know that it don't go like that. It don't work out like that. <laughs> the bigger the bigger issue is women, we standing on our own two feet. So I feel like a lot of times men don't know how to handle like a boss. A boss. There you go. So I feel like most of the time that insecure starts there. So I'm in a relationship, so I don't have those whole insecure issues like um, or whatnot. And I was doing his hair before uh, we even took it to the next step. You know what I mean? But I was in a relationship at one point in time. He was. And we never crossed those lines until we were both like single, single. So, so you whatnot. said you was doing his hair before y'all were. Oh, he I was knew a client. it was coming. So he succeeded. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Slid. I was waiting. He slid and came up. 
It it is it, it is happened. That's why I said we you, we're human, so it happens. Mm-hmm. But he I never. Think. It was never him trying to be a dirt though. He was never in his relationship trying to shoot his shot with me. When I was in my relationship, he never tried to shoot his shot with me, even if he was single. It was a respect thing for me. So he can't when he stepped to me, he stepped to me correct. Not like these the other men do. So if you're gonna step, step correct. But it was none of those issues to where, okay, I know you got a girl. You just told me you had a girl, but you're trying to take me out to dinner type situations. So he had respect for why he was with that woman at the time. You know what I mean? So that was one of my biggest, my biggest things. But I, I haven't dated. I try to keep that separate anyway. But he succeeded. He he made it. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it shows that it's possible. Everything, anything is possible. Like I said, a, a man to sit back and he will wait. I don't think you understand these creeps, though. No, like, I, understand. Not, I understand. I so understand. No, yeah. <laughs> I understand. I personally yeah. ain't never had step had a relationship or nothing with a client. Never, I have, ever. I personally haven't either. Ever, never. Uh, I can't. I couldn't wait. I can't say that. I can't. I'd rather have the money. I have. It happens to me with a plenty. Y'all over people. there quiet though. Hold up. <laughs> I see she over no, there. No, I've never faces. dated a client. She over there making faces. I'm, I'm trying to make I had sure. to think about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Never dated a client. But we deal with people every day. So nine times out of 10, whoever, I mean, that's where you would meet a significant other would be. If you're at your job majority of the time and you're around the opposite sex, who else would you meet? Somebody. I just don't. I ain't never want to um, mess up my money. Like I rather have your money. Okay, you ain't never ever, ever in your whole career ever here ever. Unbelievable. You need to be ever. put oh, unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. Honestly, wholeheartedly, never, 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 ever. You never. Either? I don't think I'm about. I'm about my bread, bro. I don't think you know how serious. Hold I on, am. Hold up. That don't mean time out. That doesn't mean that they nobody is not about bread. The bread. That don't mean that. I'm just trying to see, like, know, but I just can't. You know what I mean? I rather I try to keep it, you know, professional. It's still professional. But how do you cut women's hair? Huh? How often do you cut a woman's hair? I mean, not a lot anymore. But even when I used when I first started off, you know, cutting kids and single moms coming, you know, they come in like they and they come too. They come too. They come like they on their way to the like. Damn. Women love barbers. Women Where love barbers. Like, yeah. I'm like, so then they was doing that. So, so excuse me. Then I made it to where like, okay, you just wait in the car, just send him up. You know what I'm saying? I start doing it like that. But just then wait in the car, you send him up. You're <laughs> idol barber man. You, yeah, bro. You are unbelievable. I'm just jumping out of your. <laughs> <laughs> then I had separate rooms too, so you could wait in the waiting room. Um, you know what I mean? You don't need to be there, like looking at me while I'm trying. Nah, I'm cool, bro. I'm, he is a perfect gentleman. Fifty dollars, please. Fifty dollars, <laughs> please. You know what I'm saying. I swear though. I, I mean, no, I ain't. I ain't. I'm gonna do some research. We gotta find this out. This shit just unbelievable, man. You can. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong, I've been in a shop before and 
I know how they get down. You know what I'm saying? I seen them lined up. You see all these single. Mo- I, I mean, that's what it was, though. You no, know, they say as far as barbers, you know, they rated like uh, who are the yeah. biggest whores. Ah. Barbers are at the top of the list, and it's like uh, police officers, firefighters, or something. But a I mean, barber when you talk about women style hairstylists, hairstylists are on that list. Oh, yeah. Look at her at face. The Look. They right <laughs> up here with traveling nurses and and uh, stewardess. Yeah, stewardess. Yeah, because you deal with a lot of people. That's why I said, how do you refrain? Because after you run into this situation and it don't work out, you're gonna meet somebody else. And you, as mm-hmm. as you have a career in this uh, industry, but as a you have as a career a, you know, in another industry, as a barber and all, that, huh? When you know your work, you're not just settling for any anybody. You're not just about to give yourself and make yourself available to to just anybody that shoot they shot. I feel like you got some people who some women who may still be trying to find themselves, but. Once you find yourself and you know what you bring to the table and you know who you are, you're not just about the that little mm-hmm. Mountain Dew you want to bring me is not going to. You know <laughs> what I mean? Mountain Dew. <laughs> you bet not. You were, You bet not have thought about going over the Mountain Dew. She's telling on herself big time. Somebody offered a Mountain Dew. Yeah. He ain't bringing that no more. Damn. Alkaline water. He could have stepped it up to a <laughs> alkaline water or something. Then you drink something one time and then they want to bring it in like they they done figured you out. But once you know your work, you're not going for just anything. Like so it's not we don't go for every little comment. Okay, he's shooting his shot. Let me let me shoot it back. No. Like we ain't we ain't going for that. Right. So they just keep it pushing. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Except that one who succeeded, though. (laughs) He came correct, though. That's the difference. He came correct. Right. Even though he came correct. He brought the alkaline water. Even though he came correct, during the time that he was coming to see you, um, everybody still had an attraction somewhere. The attraction was there, right? We've never crossed that line to where, like, I, I, I ain't say, I didn't no, say, no, 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 we're not crossing, we're not Is talking he about the line. Daddy's attractive. No, I ain't say, was he attractive? I said there was an attraction. Okay. So when there's an attraction, <laughs> said, okay. <yeah>. So if <laughs> there's like, an attraction, the <laughs> basically, when there's an attraction, I feel like it both, it basically, in both of all our lines of work, especially when it comes to y'all and you doing dreads. The thing is, when you said a message, when you was, I didn't know you were talking about reading the messages on the phone. I thought you was talking about like while you was doing his hair, you was looking at his eyes, and then you read the message that he was relaying. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. So that takes place in our industry, though. Like he said, like you got the you got the kids' moms that come. She's sitting there watching you cut hair. And time to time, you're going to look up. She's going to be looking at you. So I contact. They're they going to wear it up, bro. Yeah, they, yeah, they're you done had some show up, bro. Like, and you yeah. like, oh, for real? Like, them them pants, for real? Like, you Not them pants. Where you going? She yeah. Want this for you, Case. They try to send them signs, you know. Case ain't going, man. You know, he I'm had not. Case on the back of the pants. I'm about to break. <laughs> That's not going to work. I'm be like, for real? Nah. I'm be mad, lightweight for real. Yeah. But nah, 
Nope, never. Cool. I'm straight on you that. Huh? You got a girlfriend? Nope. You been Later. single long? Nope. <laughs> you heartbroken? Nope. Hold up, man. You like the bionic man. Hold up, man. Where is the flaw at? Somewhere there has to be a flaw, okay? Your <laughs> heart hasn't been right. broken. What, what happened? He should be letting these barbers know how it's done. Maybe you I'm should busy, do a class. Baby. I'm busy, baby. <laughs> everybody was busy. I'm everybody busy, was baby. busy. Yeah, hey, men still got needs and wants. I'm working on some things, man. I'm, you know. But you got to think, we talking about, we still referring to like in the beginning of your career too, like barber college, fresh out oh, of Oh, yeah. College. I mean, I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, uh, I, I haven't been just you ain't stumbled on the, the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, never, I said that then. You trying to make it seem like you holy out here from I am. Yeah, like, yeah, you ain't never yeah. did nothing wrong. You ain't, ain't never crossed that line. Hey, not with no client, not with a client. No, I give no, up. He's lying. No, <laughs> I'm not. Hold up. Hold up. Listen, though, you said not with a client. We're not talking about you cutting her hair, not even a kid's mom. Never. You are lying. How long you been cutting? Oh, for God. I ain't got a lie about it. I, I I'm going to take, take it back to like when we was kids. Pronounce that. Swear for God all the way through. Swear for God. <laughs> Swear for God. Never. Oh, Never. It's a hard D. God. Man, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you are yeah, you you the we're gonna have to put you up there, man. Some we gotta look up to you as the yeah, the top barber, man. When it comes. Yeah, bro. I, I never, I never, I never have. Honestly. Honestly, I'm not saying that it's not that. I mean, you can't help who you fall in love with. I don't know, maybe fall you know in love. I mean, but, I mean, whatever, whatever it may be. What I'm saying is never you can't never say never, probably, but for me, I try to keep that, I try to keep work and personal life all the way separate, bro. So when you I got a time, I have a time when I'm usually done with my business day, and after that, I don't answer phone calls, uh, appointments, none of that. I, I I detach from work. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we're gonna go to the next question after this, but I just got one question for you then. So for me, yeah. What's up? It <laughs> is. <laughs> if you were at work all the time from yeah. the beginning of your career, all the time you busy. When you get off of work, you cut your phone off. You're done. Where the hell do you meet the women that you meet? I started, I started, well, I didn't, in the beginning of my career, that was the problem. I wasn't cutting it off. You know what I mean? I wasn't I was still doing whatever, whatever. But I said, I started. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. No, I just was working in the beginning, I was gr I'm grinding, I'm moving, I'm whatever. You know what I'm saying? When I got to a certain point, mainly when I started doing it out of the suite and being by myself, I'm like, I'm overworking myself. I got to set boundaries as far as work. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So when you met these women, they never had kids. And let you me, let me tell you this. Kids here. The women never. that you met never I don't, had I don't, kids. I don't, I don't do, I don't cut. The women who I talk to, I don't cut their kids hair. That's a conflict. I'm talking to you, so I can't cut your kids' hair. She's like, you know, little, no. little, 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 little Timmy, he need his hair cut. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I agree with you on that one. I'm not doing your mom hair, your sister hair, your cousin hair, nobody's. No. 
No. Because then that's a way to, you know what I mean? <laughs> if it don't work, no. that's, that's a way to keep it, you know what I mean? No, I'm I'm straight. I just rather not mix that up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. If you have any more questions, you can go ahead and ask. We about to get up out of here. We're going to ask one last question. I'm going to leave it up to you because you are the icon bionic barber right now. <laughs> <laughs> so bad as a barber. I ain't really got no more. Look, that's the, that was the problem the whole time. He asking me this question, and he going in his head like, "Oh yeah, I had a bad <laughs> career. I had a bad career." When it comes to it. I yeah, that was bad. Like I ran through them. <laughs> I had to go get new clients every I'm, week. I'm busy. I was busy. Like yeah, I was busy. <laughs> Just like <laughs> nah. I don't, I don't know. I ain't got another question off the top. I'm I'm um interested to see right. what you got. I'm I'm so about gonna, four of them out there, four good ones. What we're gonna do is we're gonna separate the interview and probably for the next three weeks, we're just separating everybody had their own interview. So uh I don't know who's gonna come up first. Probably Carlisha, because you're already in the city, you can come in. Look, look at her. Look. Look, we get lit. We're gonna have NBA young boy. We're gonna have some um <laughs> You gotta have like the nine. Casamigos. You got you said Columbus. Are you in Columbus? Yeah, you about to come here, right? I fly in Thursday. I yeah. have oh, a that's perfect. Look. in Columbus who's gonna do my hair for the show. I'm co-hosting with Trail Styles by EFAB. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that show. We're gonna talk about it. Oh, uh, we do are you oh, guys gonna show. come? Yeah, we oh, I'll pop up. Yeah. You should you should bring your podcast. Come come interview people. That would be lit, huh? Yeah, I just got interviewed. I was in Texarkana from a a young, um, new in the industry for podcasting. And he hit me up right there. We, after I was on stage, whatever, we went over and did it. It was, it turned out to be really good. Mm. Never know who you meet. Right, you meet everybody with the podcast. That's why I started it. That's why we in here. So everybody a lot, we can network, build. I love it. I love it. That's great. Right. You got another uh question, bro? Or we gonna do we're gonna get we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna let everybody say, you know, uh how you can reach them and all that. Uh, right. Y'all don't be shy about first? it. Who's going money. first? Who going first? I go first. <clears throat> Again, I am Carlisha, also first, known as Dopus Dreader. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, dopus underscore dreader. You can also follow my salon page, The Dopest Dreader Salon. On Facebook, I am under The Dopest Dreader Salon as well. Um, yeah. I'll be following you. I'll follow you back. Good deal. Good deal. Next. Next. I am Kenyatta. You can um, follow me on Instagram at Hair by Yada. Also, my salon, Hair Love Beauty, on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I'm Stacy Wheeler on Facebook. I'm the Native Barber on IG. So follow me all. Let's stay connected. Let's network. Absolutely. Let's, Let's hey. not, not lose touch. Case, go ahead. What? I can I say? Okay, go ahead. Say what you guys say. Go ahead. You want to say it? It's Case Cuts. It's just different. I am the icon, bionic barber of the oh. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's Mr. Pringles the Barber, aka always couldn't say it. Hancho, I am him, not them. I am him, not them. And I'm glad to have everybody in the building. The uh, podcast was lit, man. Uh, we will be, I'll be DM, DMing everybody.
to go ahead and set up that interview. But yeah, <laughs> great. Thank you night. for having great me. Night. Definite, definite. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. Wait till we edit. Wait till we edit, y'all. Y'all gonna really be tripping. Wait till it get edited. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, this was a fire. It's gonna, it's gonna be fire. Yeah. When when yeah. when it get edited. But um Stacy, yeah, well, what I was gonna say, we we still recording or no? It's still recording. I'm about so. to go out. Everybody, yeah, I'm, I'm about, to, about to go out. Everybody have a great night. Yeah, Thank I mean, you again. Yeah, I mean. Appreciate y'all.